Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our Episode Zero podcast. Um, this is the Rule of Cool. We are a 5e D&D actual play podcast that is occasionally inappropriate, frequently distracted. For this Episode Zero, we're going to go into a little bit of background, introduce the characters a little bit more in depth than you would get through just our role-playing, and... Just kind of get you started with the mechanics, introduce who we are and what we're doing. If you want, you can continue to listen to this, or you can just get started with episode one. So these four are part of a guild called the Guild of the Oracle, it's headed by a guy named Dell. They've met some of the NPCs who run and work in the guild. Um, they've met some of the adventurers. They started out, kind of learned the ropes, met people, explored the city that they're in a little bit. Um, the guild is in a city called Armorsmith Landing. After they kind of got their uh, initiation, which may or may not have included a 30-minute uh, PowerPoint presentation and multi-page contract, they were assigned to an adventurer named Ragnok, who would mentor them through their first field experience. They went up to his homeland with the Dragonborns. They were tasked with trying to solve some disappearances. Normally, the acolytes in that area could have taken care of it, but they were busy. Some other issues that have arisen in the area. Ragnok, pretty early on, figured out what was going on, took care of all of the threats. But because he was a good mentor, he gave them some time to try to figure it out themselves. And he let them take part in the fight, even though he made sure standing behind them that none of them would actually die and that none of them would do anything too drastic. After that experience, he decided that they were probably not going to die on their first time out in the field by themselves. Brought them back to the guild so that they can pick up um, their first unassisted mission. Um, now that you know a little bit about where they are and what they've been doing, they're going to introduce themselves. So I'll let them take it away. Hi, I am uh, the owner of this voice. At, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Jason, and I'm going to be playing the half-elf wild magic sorcerer named Vaughn. Um, he is a street magician, uh, and i am decided to go down the wild magic path for the sorcerer to uh, kind of uh, spice up all the boring parts with accidental surges of magic. I have been playing D&D off and on for quite a while. I started in college and I you know, just played like a weird one shot with some friends and we ended up beating the boss like Sub-Zero gets beaten in the Mortal Kombat movie for like 10 people out there that remember that scene. Uh, but that kind of stuck with me and I, I played a little bit more with my friends uh, later in college, and then uh, carried on with me to my adulthood, I guess. As part of the outline, we're supposed to say what house we're in, and we're in Sarah's apartment, so I, that's kind of weird for me, but uh, okay, I guess it's in there. Uh, the topic that I'm most likely to go on a tangent about is pretty much video game and nerd culture, so uh, I'll try to keep those references on lockdown. Vaughn is a you know pretty average-sized half-elf. He clocks in at five foot seven, 160 pounds. He's 34. He's 34 in half-elf years, which is still relatively young, but kind of old, I guess. Uh, um, my name's Adam. I'm uh, going to be playing Chadwick, a uh, light domain cleric. 
Um, let's see. I've been playing D&D for a year, about, maybe a little more. I don't honestly know. It hasn't been long, but I'm now, let's see, in this one, I have one that I DM. I've pretty much fallen pretty hardcore into it. I like it. That's pretty much all I listen to in the car. Uh, my favorite part of playing D&D is literally just playing D&D. It's a lot of fun. It's like playing a video game, but not playing a video game, and you can play with friends. What house am I in now? See, I know this reference. This I'm in. Wait, shit. What am I in? Oh, I'm in Ravenclaw. <laughs> oh, Are it's you just sure. A, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, it's a Harry Potter reference. I I don't watch Harry Potter, so that might explain why I don't get it. Uh, I did. Ju- I just went to Harry Potter World because I'm awesome. Ravenclaw sucks. Shut up, Gryffindor. I concur. Slytherin. <laughs> anyway, nerds. Um, a fun <laughs> fact about myself is I'm a dad. That's the funnest fact I have, I guess. Um, I'm very likely to go on tangents about everything. Your kid. I will try to keep the kid talk to him to a minimum, but I'm very likely to go on tangents about literally anything. There's not one specific topic at all. Uh, hey, all. My name is Jordan. I'll be playing the character Peleus Zara, who is a high elf rogue. Um, this is actually going to be my first campaign in D&D, so uh, congratulations, listeners. I'm totally hooked into the game. I love getting to play with everyone and especially getting to like kill all of the things in all kinds of creative <laughs> fashions and doing it with a smile is fantastic. And if you couldn't catch on by that, I'm definitely a Slytherin by blood all of the way. A fun fact about myself is I have a strange obsession with Cardi B. I can rap her entire new album. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Alex uh, I've been playing D&D for like a year or so Jason actually got me into it, so blame him I play in his game and way too many games Because, you know, I'm a nerd You're in my game Yeah, I'm in Adam's <laughs> game My favorite part of playing D&D is to annoy Adam And cause problems for the DM Sorry and I am in House Gryffindor because I'm a good person. Boo. <laughs> um, a fun fact about me and part of what tangents I'll go on is I used to live in Korea and I'll tell you about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do any of the contact info. Don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> so and I'm playing Reese, the barbarian, and he is a lizard folk. Which talk with an Australian accent in my world. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and well, uh, actually, it's uh, my world. My name is Sarah. I will be your friendly neighborhood DM for this adventure. My experience is less than a year. Um, I think I've been DMing for longer than I played now. I took over around Christmas. And um, for some reason, they liked playing against the little emo kids that I had for Christmas. So... They were like, please give us more of that. <laughs> we crave more emo kid. <laughs> and they got it. Uh, <laughs> we murdered that kid, by the way. Yes, yes, anime yes, Jack Frost, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you killed Anime Jack Frost. But it feels like this has been part of my soul for forever, because as soon as I started playing it, I was like, this is where I belong as a person. Um, my favorite part of D&D so far has been playing a really intelligent character stuck in his own of truth and uh, giving me some mental exercise that way. 
Um, I am in Slytherin house, obviously, because I'm an awesome person and that's an awesome house. So, you know, match made in heaven. Technically, I'm also in Thunderbird. So everyone should start a uh, writing campaign to Alex on Twitter to tell him that he needs to get sorted into an Elver Morty house because it's the mm-hmm. only chance we'll ever have of matching in houses. I don't even have Twitter. <laughs> Leave me alone. He follows me on Twitter. That's actually true. I do technically have a Twitter. <laughs> but you'll never find me. You can find me at Sarah Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me um, at Sarah Gorman Sama, which is S-A-R-A-H-G-O-R-M-A-N-S-A-M-A. One more time. (laughs) (laughs) That is S-A-R-A-H-G-O-R-M-A-N-S-A-M-A, because I made the Twitter when I was a youth, and social media follows you forever. Children, be smart about it. Topic that I'm most likely to go on a tangent about uh, so far, oddly, it's been Bo Burnham. I don't know whether it's because he's going to be my future husband or like, I don't know. These guys weren't on board with a Bo Burnham appreciation podcast. We'll have to make do with the little bit that I can give you guys each episode. Um, there's one more thing you'll go on a tangent about. There's also, for some reason, I have not gone on enough tangents about soccer. Wait, I'm sorry, what's it called? football the uh, way everyone else in the world says it did you guys um, know that uh bo burnham six foot five <laughs> <laughs> the guys rolled their characters using a method that i found on reddit which is to roll eight numbers um drop the second highest and the second lowest hopefully giving them a kind of really bad stat and a really good stat which is the case for some of them we're doing experience by milestone so, this is Adam again. As I said, I'm playing Chadwick. His full and actual name is Lord Chadwick Hayden Archibald Darrow. He goes by Chad to his friends. He, let's see, is a noble-born human who was forced to leave Mercer, and he has no desire to go back. This caused him to realize that he needed to change the way that he was. He struggled doing this while learning to be a cleric, but once he decided to dedicate his life to Dahl, everything fell into place. Following Dahl, the petitioner gave him the restart he needed, and he decided to use his name as little as possible, his formal last name, Darrow, um, you know, to gain advantages in the world. He has been away from his family for seven years and misses them all dearly, but knows that his absence is for the best. He has a personal mantra, I decided. (laughs) It's that the family you make and the family you were born to are the most important people in your life. Copyright Hallmark. <laughs> He's 28 years old. He is a white male. Is he you? Kind of, except a little younger. <laughs> um, oh, and this part's not true either. <laughs> He's 6'2", 190. <laughs> That's definitely not true. That's almost dead on me, to be fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently, except younger. (laughs) (laughs) So Chad is a 28-year-old, 6'2", 190. He's trim and lithe, but not overly bulky. Brown hair that he has—he has a a fade that goes up into nice, I don't know, hair that's longer on top, kind of like a trendy haircut of those European soccer players. And uh, oh, he has blue eyes. Good-looking, and he knows it, though he tries to downplay that fact these days 
He can fall into old habits, like using his name and his good looks to get him better, like further in the right situations. He does his best to keep his temper in check, but he can't do that all the time. Uh, deeply beholden to family and close friends, he will do anything for any of them that is within his power. That's pretty much my dude. Let's see, my the rumors... We've decided to do this introductory piece called Rumors, where I have them write rumors, one that was false, one that was somewhat true, and one that was actually true, to kind of ground them um, amongst themselves and with you guys to flush them out as characters a little bit more going into the first episode. Um, I was forced out of Mercer by my family after I lost my temper in an important business meeting. I don't know who I would be or where I would be if I hadn't found Dahl. And I had a way with ladies that was unmatched and could bed anyone I wanted. I'm playing a human variant. I chose resilient constitution. And I, let's see what I follow. Doll the petitioner. I am chaotic good. Um, hello all again. This is um, Jordan. I'll be playing the character Peleus Zara, who is a rogue high elf. He's um, dashingly good looking. He assumes that everyone else is automatically attracted to him. Tall, nice build, lavish, long purple hair, um, shiny silver skin, slight um, twilight hinge to it a little bit. Peleus is sort of a bougie, well-earned character from a noblish sort of family. Um, who's essentially been born and raised through wealth, got bored with that, and is now pursuing um, death and stealing for sport. As far as my character goes, um, he's kind of a sneaky, shady little bitch. So I'll unravel the details as we get the podcast going, but I can give you some hints with the rumors. So my first one is, I am the heir to a noble and powerful organization that has vast wealth, knowledge, and control over the land and its people. My second rumor is I'm a chronic binger who gets belligerent anytime there's a substance available to get me buzzed, regardless of whatever that substance is. And the third one is I had a less attractive twin until I killed him. <laughs> oh, so good. I love that. <laughs> it was an uglier yeah, twin, that's guys. The part is the lie. It's actually right. the more attractive. That's the half truth. My favorite NBC is Silverhawk. Um, one, because she's just a badass and easily whip my ass. Secondly, is she hesitantly, grudgingly got me into the scaled, but ultimately it's my character's favorite thing to happen to him. And um, he's, if you couldn't tell, a little bit chaotic and kind of agnostic, but has a grudge towards one of the gods that you will later discover. All right, this is Alex. I am playing Reese, who is a lizard folk. He's relatively giant. And actually, the name Reese sort of means giant in whatever the hell language I decided that was. I think gnomish. And he's like 6'6", six, six, maybe 240. He's only 18 years old because lizard folk die when they're like 50. And I described him, I actually wrote this out, as broad-shouldered, muscled, though clearly has had a rough life. A few scars on his chest, a chunk of one ear is missing. He is constantly bare-chested. He's well over six feet tall and weighs more than a baby elephant. Normal clothes do not fit on his body, so he just wears shorts like the Incredible Hulk. And his hands and feet are clawed, but more humanoid than lizard. And his mouth contains a large row of pointed teeth that look like they would be able to bite through metal. 
And he has large gold irises with a large black pupil that is sort of cat, um, what's that called? Slitted, yeah. I looked up a lizard on the internet. That's what their eyes look he like. some research. Yeah. He's six foot six. I can't imagine a gecko that big. And he has an Australian accent, oddly enough, like the Geico gecko. I did not steal that, I promise. He was born on some small island, and then he moved to the Gnomish territories, and eventually was left by his family and was abandoned in a city and became a street urchin and kind of got involved in underground organized crime and stayed at an orphanage and then ran into Jason's character and then they joined the guild. That's pretty much all I've got. I mean, it's way more fleshed out than that, but I have three rumors for him. Uh, he was kicked out of his town for cannibalism. He killed and ate a human. And second rumor is he has a bounty on his head from a gang. And third rumor is he can't read or write. Because, by the way, I rolled a five intelligence. I thought that he killed, he got kicked out for cannibalism. He ate a human and I was like, what? He <laughs> loves eating popcorn. Like, it's just, all this day is just love That's why I said second rumor. Yeah. Because exactly. I realized it was too split up. Oh, and he um, is chaotic neutral and sort of believes in the god of Okrana that I will mispronounce as Orkana at least 50 times. Uh, hi, I'm Jason again, uh, and I'm playing Vaughn, the half-elf sorcerer. He is uh, five foot seven and 160 pounds. Um, he's, his hair is short and sandy. Uh, he's got green eyes and tan skin. He's a, a street magician, like I had said before, and uh, you know, he just uh, is always out on the street trying to con people and, and just survive. He grew up as a magician's assistant for his father um, and was learning the ropes of, you know, magic itself. So he uh, he used to travel around with his uh, father, um, doing uh, assisting him with some magic. Um, and then eventually he had to go out on his own. And uh, he's been living on the streets, just uh, performing magic and stealing from people just to survive. The three rumors that I have is that he's an expert marksman. Uh, he has multiple personalities, and uh, he killed a prince. So, uh, yeah. Did he eat him? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Adam, you you didn't kill anyone in your rumors, right? Yeah, our rumors are all about murder. <laughs> no, just, no, no, no. I just wanted to make sure one of you didn't kill someone <laughs> one of your rumors. He only ate no. them. He didn't say no. they killed no, no, no. Hold on. Wait, did. no, no, no. I did. I okay, was a lady so killer. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I killed and ate a human with my room. Oh, I thought okay. no, in mine, no, nothing about killing people. So how did we meet? We need to do one of those meeting stories where, like the the husband and wife go like every other yeah. sentence. <laughs> All right, and so I met Jason's character, whose name is Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn or Tomaturgy. I was um performing um, magic on the street and happened to uh, really piss off some people because one of their items went missing. I don't know where it, how it happened to end up on my person, but uh, I was running from them and happened to round a corner and see a giant lizard folk uh, standing in front of me and somehow convinced them to protect me or through some diversion or whatnot. I, don't know. I think you just said, get them. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it happened to work, but uh, yeah. Um, Reese kind of saved my ass, uh, and ever since then, we've been kind of like a roaming uh, pinky in the brain. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's another good? That's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely need some brains around. 
Uh, so I, that's how we know each other. I don't know if you guys want to talk about. Yeah, we should talk about how we joined the guild. Yeah. You guys, we could like go in. Yeah, because like that's how we know each other, and then Chad doesn't really know doesn't know know any of them. The only one that I kind of know is Paleus. Um, not by name, more by face. Just I recognize him. We both ran in noble-ish circles. Um, and so I, I would recognize him at big, you know, um, galas. And uh, not so much meat. Again, I would just kind of like see him there. And I know who, I know him by by his face. I do not know his name. And we're both kind of deep into the lifestyle and bougie enough to where we still have not had a conversation with one another because we both expect the other one to introduce themselves first. Mm-hmm. Some sort of this weird, not necessarily competitive, but an undefined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just imagine Psalm across the crowded room. That's like what you just said. I joined rather hesitantly after I moved into the city. Um, my washed up little self ran into Silverhawk and she begrudgingly got me to join um but ultimately ended up falling in love with it and kind of her i joined by so i joined the guild i was with the clerics learning how to be a cleric for seven years and finally they decided kind of that i needed to go get some life experiences of my own and there was an adventurer traveling by that they thought that i would make a good apprentice to so I went out with, like, I went out adventuring with him, and after a year or so of that, I decided that I wanted to be an adventurer myself, not just a an apprentice. And so I had heard about the guild and went to join so that way I could become an adventurer. Part of my character being a, a street magician is I also, you know, I I steal from I steal things from people. And uh, I happened to actually uh, pickpocket a letter that was sent to a um, one Thomas Atwell Urgy uh, that uh, was inviting him to the Guild of the Oracle. And uh, it said that it promised to, you know, have like a nice income, all kinds of perks and whatnot uh, with joining this guild. So I decided that I was going to be Thomas. And uh, so I happened to uh, cook up a uh, disguise and... Um, Pretended to be Thomas Atwell Urgy at your service um, for uh, for the entrance to the guild. And all it came to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as far as I'm aware, the uh, the disguise is working and I'm part of the guild and no one except for Reese knows any different, I guess. And I just like being in a place where I have a bed every night. And they let me kill things. So we're just going to go over some of the basic rules of D&D real quick. If you already know them, fast forward through this or just keep listening to my beautiful voice. The primary mechanic is to just state your course of action and then the dungeon master, me, in this case, will determine whether or not you are successful. Success is usually determined by rolling a 20-sided die, uh, referred to as a d20, and then adding any relevant modifiers uh, for your character. This roll is then compared to a number set by the DM called Difficulty Class, or a DC, 
A higher roll typically equates to greater success. Rolling a one is a critical fail or critical failure, and rolling a 20 is a critical success. Both of these can have special enhanced rules. Sometimes um, when it comes to skill checks or rolls of that nature, critical fails and successes don't matter. But in this particular case, I will be giving a bonus or a penalty um, for any 1 or 20, not just in combat. Uh, my character, Vaughn, is a sorcerer that um, is going down the uh, wild magic path. Wild magic are uh, random magical effects that can trigger uh, based off random chance. Example of wild magic would be uh, like my head transforms into a fish head. Everything I touch turns to jello for a few hours or something serious like teleporting everyone to the astral plane by accident. In addition to wild magic, I have an ability uh, that I can use called Tides of Chaos which allows me to channel uh, my magic to bend fate and change any role I don't like. But I have to keep the new role. The downside of this ability is that uh, it triggers one of the random magical effects uh, at the DM's discretion. Hey guys, it's uh, Jordan. My character plays Peleus the Elven Rogue. And um, as the Rogue, I am able to do a feature called Sneak Attack, which essentially allows me to do bonus damage um, on each of my turns to unsuspecting enemies. As a light cleric, Chadwick is able to channel his god's divine power to summon a flare that can temporarily blind an enemy, causing them to possibly miss an attack against him or an ally. Chadwick is also able to cause undead to flee with divine power. So this is Alex. I play Reese. Reese is a barbarian, and he's able to enter a state of mindless rage in combat situations. During this rage, he's more difficult to damage and is capable of great feats of strength due to the adrenaline. Uh, yeah, so a little bit about how the quests work. There are normal quests that you can pick up through the world with random NPCs giving them to you. There are quests that each of the characters can go on for personal growth and development. There's also quests that are always up on the physical bulletin board um, at the Guild of the Oracle that they can accept if they are of the appropriate level. A being beginner, B being intermediate, S being... Um, you're going to die unless you're amazing. They get posted. They can be changed. Normally, the quests include location, some helpful information, um, how much of a reward they're getting. And um, they can go in, pick one up, apply for permission to accept it, and then go on their merry way. The Guild of the Oracle is an adventuring guild that is um, in... Armor Smith Landing, um, founded by Dell, the Oracle, um, some NPCs that you had already met in there. It's just a generic kind of everyone who can not die kind of guild where you can enter as you prove yourself and or as you recruit new members into the guild, you um, unlock additional benefits and tiers. Um, Definitely sounds nothing like an MLM. Of course not. Um, it's a, a dimer rip. A dimer rip. <laughs> so as as these uh, wayward adventurers kind of prove themselves, as they bring in new adventurers who can hold their own, um, they'll get additional rewards and benefits and move up in the system. The pyramid-shaped system. Like pretty much 
every company and organization out there. It is a pyramid-shaped system. <laughs> yeah, I'll post the uh, PowerPoint presentation they were given on the website somewhere. Just so that they always have a plot hook if they just decide not to talk to anyone, go outside of the guild, or explore the world on their own. Which we definitely um, will never do. <laughs> there's a nice kind of structured um, quest option for them to pick up. Because picking them can be kind of boring, we're just going to put the first one in here so that you don't have to hear it in episode one. The quest that I currently am holding is called Definitely Kosher. Uh, so this quest takes place near Infosys. The reward is 200 gold. Not that that means anything to anybody. but So apparently a group of young privileged gentlemen went on a vacation to the beach. Um, their families would like you to go sober them up and escort them back to Kearney. Raining in some drunks. Yeah. That's all it is. Got my vote. <laughs> no, that does not have mm -hmm. my Well, I guess we get paid either way. Yeah. They're rich guys yeah. who are drunk. I'm not the thinker anyway. I would just listen to whatever he said <laughs> at this point. Right now, one for one of things that I could potentially like score on. So, yeah. Yep, that's true. Who uh, wants to be next? I'll go next. Uh, costume jewelry. It's, in, it's located in Slalom. A costume jewelry designer needs an errand run. Pick up the package in slalom and deliver it to the cu to the customer in Armor Smith Landing. That sounds super easy. We come back here. Also, you should pronounce it as slalom, like shalom, if he's doing kosher. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep thinking you're saying Sodom. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, so mine's called On Trial. It's going to be outside of McKinsey. Our reward will be 200 gold if we complete it within a certain time frame. And we also get a bonus once we complete all of it. But mine is a rich landowner has a list of chores he needs assistance with. He is far too important to handle such medium things himself, even though he definitely could. But he doesn't have to prove himself. You do. To clarify that one, there are multiple quests that he's willing to send you on, each one for 200. And if you complete all of them on that list, then you get a bonus. All right. And mine is a touchy subject. It's in Mercer, which, Oop. yeah. Both Adam and my character at one point lived in Mercer, so I might know his character. Adam Chadwick? Oh, sorry. Chadwick Longfellow Jr. or nope. whatever his name is. <laughs> Hold on. Chadwick? Uh, Hayden Archibald Darrow. Yes, that name. And my character both lived in Mercer. He won't want to go back. But anyway, local authorities are requesting assistance. An influential local has come into some into a suspicious windfall. They are looking for help conducting a sensitive secret investigation. That sounds like a lot of money there, Tomaturgy. I can't remember what your character's name was. Tom, fancy boy. Vaughn. I don't think I want to briefly describe the world. I think instead of briefly describing the world, I want to say um, we'll be putting up a web page, if it's not already up, with some background documentation on the world layout a little bit about that. They they do want me to mention that it is a flat world. You know, we just thought would be creative. Um, you know, break reality a little bit, go out of our shell. Um, do do something truly fictional. You know, in this world of make believe, like a flat Earth. Exactly like a flat Earth. The Earth's not flat. <laughs> <laughs> 
There'll also be some documentation on religion, since there is a system of 12 gods, a system with one god, and a mixed system. That I don't really want to go into details on here, because that just seems like an extra layer of boring. And then the history of the world, with the different eras, creation of the world, how the current government system works. You can find all that eventually on our webpage. Right now, we do currently have a an official Twitter uh, we are at Rule of Cool Cast. Don't have any followers currently, so if you want to hop on there and follow us, that'd be great. Um, if you'd also like to join our official Discord, uh, the link for that is in the Twitter as well. So it's a lot easier to do that instead of you know telling you a bunch of random letters and numbers. Is it a pin tweet? No, it's not a pin tweet. It's actually probably in, should be a pin it's tweet. in it's in the bio. So, oh, yeah. Never mind. So if you click on the Discord link uh then you can uh join our official discord and share in all the may mays or whatnot we actually have two followers one of which is me (laughs) 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 who's the other i am shamefully the other follower and what is your twitter handle uh i am this is jc uh with an underscore uh because of a a uh, long time ago joke, I switched off of the name that I liked and uh, could not get the original without the underscore. So uh, if you know how to get my name back, please help me. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Sarah Gorman Sama. S A R A H G O. No, just S A R A. I'm sorry. The one Sarah, with the no H, H means princess. H is at. I'm sorry. The one with H means princess. So, like, let's just put that out there. Sorry, I I love that Jimmy Fallon, Sarah. Sarah, S-A-R-A, no H, because H is R-A. <laughs> Maybe, why does, that, why does that Adam guy keep dying every episode of The Rule of Cool? <laughs> oh, it's, because, uh. it's because he took a stab at Sarah's name once, and she keeps killing his character like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> Throwing shade. I do, I do think so. it's funny that uh, while we were doing this podcast, and after I mentioned the, uh, the Twitter uh, link, Sarah actually followed the account <laughs> in real time. <laughs> yeah. Because I wanted to be able to, by the time you were done telling what the... What, what the discord was say and you can follow me i'm one of the original <laughs> followers of the twitter account that is at sarah gorman <laughs> thanks for joining us this has been the rule of cool podcast we may not be cool but we certainly do rule i'm sarah i'm jason it's jordan i'm adam i'm alec I've been Adam. Nope. <laughs> You've been Adam. I've been Adam. I've been Adam. I've been Adam. Chadwick's here. I'm Adam. I play. Fuck my life. <clears throat> I had it in my head. Sorry. Just, just shut your mouth. You want me to go? No. I got it. <laughs> I'm Adam Chadwick. Fuck my life and. That's his outro. That's his outro. No, I got it. We're committing. Nope. We're committing to. I've been Adam. I'm Chadwick. Fuck my life. That's your outro. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>